and they've given us a bunch of talking points and and you know what i'm not going to use those today <laughs> welcome to unscripted with kirby hossaman and bill petrie in this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always is the other host of this platinum-level broadcast for the promotional products industry, one Kirby Hossaman from the bucolic town of Coshocton, Ohio. Kirby, how the hell are you? I am uh, a little saucy today, my good friend. A little saucy. So, Initial saucy. Yeah, that's right. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm on the road at an undisclosed location of my choosing. Okay. Um, so I am uh, recording this remotely, so hopefully I'm coming through loud and clear. You are. That's not good. And speaking of being remote... You know, come January, a lot of us are going to be remote in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the great, great activities and great functions out there is SKUCon. Yeah. And we are proud to be sponsored again by the good people at Common SKU. And they've given us a bunch of talking points. And, and you know what? I'm not going to use those today. <laughs> um, I am just going to say a couple things. This the, the uh, SKUCon it has been. I think this is the fifth SKUCon. It is the one of the premier education events in the industry. If you can get out there, go. It's the day before Expo in Vegas in downtown Las Vegas. But here's something that I don't think people realize. Uh, it's been open, or the the to register and get tickets to go to SKUCon have been live for three weeks. They are 75% sold out already. <laughs> and so when we say last week and, and the week before that, hey, this sells out quickly, um, not lying to you, it sells out quickly because why? Why, Kirby? Why does it sell out quickly? Because it's awesome. Because it's awesome, because the speakers, because it's the best way to kick off uh, a great week at Expo and a great way to kick off your year. So if you're if you're still thinking about you know, going to SKUCon, stop thinking. Go to your portable Google machine or your desktop Google machine and go to SKUCon.com. That's S-K-U-C-O-N.com. Register. You will not be disappointed. Absolutely. It's so funny, Bill. I, uh, I am not registered yet, and I will tell you that that's one of on my to-do list here in the next day or so because I need well, to get, get it done. You best get off your ass and do it. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> I will not be attending. This is the first SKUCon I will not be attending because I'm on the rack board, yes. and uh, I have an all-day meeting uh, that day, so I'm really bummed I'm going to miss it, but the lineup of speakers looks great, and I think uh, I think you better get off your duff and do that, sir. Yes, I, it, it is on my to-do list, my friend. Excellent. So are you ready to go ahead and light this candle? And I you have, am. And you have the courage to do this podcast with me today? Barely, but yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. Well, I, again, it feels like it's the second week in a row of hurricane talk. Yeah. Um, it's uh, As we record this, it's Wednesday, September the 6th, and... You know, we're just figuring out what the what the extent of the damage is from Hurricane Harvey uh, in South Texas, and we have this ginormous hurricane. It looks like a monster in Irma, bearing down on Florida. And we have a ton of promotional products companies in Florida. We've got Proforma, we've got Bic, we've got uh, a number of companies that's, uh, down there. And I know people are already starting to evacuate, and I'm a little concerned uh, what that looks like uh, at the end of this. Yeah, it's uh, it's. It is. It's scary. And in, in the, it's both the wonderful thing about social media and the scary thing is like, you know, when you live in Ohio or Nashville, hurricane season is generally not a big concern to us. Uh, but when you see your friends, um, you know, and you're scared for them, 
it becomes something that you track on an everyday basis. And so certainly I think both of us are, are thinking of those folks and just hoping for the best. No question. Not not a big topic of discussion, but just want everybody to know we're thinking about you and, and uh, hope everybody's staying safe as this uh, podcast drops on Friday. So. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kirby, let me start with a different one now. Yep. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing two in a row. See how we don't even script that. I'm just going, I'm just going <laughs> again. It. That's fine. So I don't want to I don't want to get into politics. OK, um, but, uh, but President Trump, <laughs> President Trump. Uh, when he was touring South Texas last weekend, uh, was criticized heavily yeah. because he was wearing branded headwear. Um, mm-hmm. It was a white baseball cap with USA embroidered on the front and the number 45 on the right-hand side. Uh, he's the 45th president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And he's criticized because that same hat is available on his website for 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get your take on it. What do you think? Is he is 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 this something that a president should be doing? Is it much ado about nothing? Tell me what you think about it. I think that's a it's a great question. Um, and uh, so, uh, my initial reaction, I think, was when I saw that people were criticizing him for wearing a, a branded hat, I thought it was ridiculous. Um, but when I saw that he was selling it for forty dollars on his website, I was like, "Oh, see, that's different. That <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things where um, I think that as the president or as anyone, is, this is this is where I struggle. Right? Is that whenever we talk about the president, I feel like you know sometimes we hold our elected officials up to higher standards than ourselves. This Shouldn't is, we? Th- Shouldn't well, we though? We probably should, but I don't think this is one where I do. Um, we should not, you and I should not go to um, a disaster scene and try and leverage that in order to make money. Like, I, th- that's not the president, that's you or I. And so right. if you wear that hat and are trying to sell it, it feels icky. Like, and this, is, and again, that's not a political thing. Yeah. I mean, people can take it how they want, but I'm just telling you, it feels icky. Right. Well, and I've certainly been criticized for using the term optics on this broadcast before. <laughs> um, yes, you have. Um, by specific people, and, and possibly rightly so. Yeah. Um, but the optics on this are bad, yeah. right? Um, uh, George W. Bush, uh, during 9-11, wore jackets that had the presidential seal on them, but they weren't for sale on his website. Yeah. And so I have a huge problem with it. Yeah. Again, um, it's the same reaction as you. I don't care what, what baseball hat he wears or yeah. he doesn't wear a hat to hide his hair, which, by the way, I've always thought his hair looks like uh, wheat-colored cotton candy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, quick aside. Yeah. But I, I don't care what kind of headgear he sports, but the fact mm-hmm. that he's hawking it on his own personal website, I mean, it, we're just one step away from that actually being merchant, a merchandise section on the White House yeah. website, and that bothers me. I mean, it's he's really licensing the presidency, and, and I, that bothers me. It would bother me if Barack Obama did it. Of it would course. bother me if Clinton did it. It would bother me if uh, Millard Fillmore did it, um, yeah, which would have been pretty hard for him to do in the 1850s, but that's beside the point point yeah um no i really I, think the optics are bad on this it makes it makes us it makes him look like a, a shill for a product and i don't like it at all yeah well and again i think that without i think everybody tries to steer clear of uh politics and we certainly have never really got into that and so this isn't a republican or democrat thing it's just about um you know it's being aware being a human 
Yeah, it's being aware. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, I think it's in very poor taste, for sure. Uh, very poor taste. All right, sir, I just wanted to get that out there. What do you have uh, next for us? So I, I wanted to uh, – this week I had the chance to talk to Mr. Dana Zezzo on Delivering Marketing Joy. I've met him before. He's quite the character. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, he's larger than life. Uh, and uh, so one topic that I guess from that uh, DMJ available at Promo Corner um, – Only at Promo Corner. <laughs> that's right. But one of the topics I thought was interesting is, you know, he hires folks and then, you know, he is a big leader in the social media world. And I kind of asked him about how he trains people. Right. And so I sort of wanted to spin off that conversation with you a little bit. And, you know, and maybe it's a mix, but I always think, what's the best way to teach? You know, whether it's social media, whether it's sales, whether whatever, is it just by walking the walk? Is it by showing people the, the way sales is done or or content marketing is done, or is it by doing some sort of um, specific teaching uh, agenda? You know what I mean? Is it is, yeah. it is it talking about it or is it showing it? I, I think, and I'm, I'm going to answer the question in the manner in which I see fit, which is neither of the options you gave me. <laughs> I, think, I think you give people the bones and the framework. You give people... Uh, I hate bullet points, but give them kind of bullet point suggestions and ideas how to do things. And then you let them go do. It's right. it, you know the, I, I find most people, not everyone, but most people learn best if you turn them loose and give them the latitude to fail. Give them the latitude to maybe make a mistake here or there or realize, you know, let's look at it from a social media perspective, this didn't work. Sure. Right? Um, I'll give you a perfect example. When I was building Brandivate, I really put, put myself out there from a social media perspective. And, and people who know me know how much I love music. It's, it's my passion in life outside of work and family and other things uh, surrounding that. And I tried to do a Music Monday. And... It failed like nobody's business. <laughs> it was horrible. For whatever reason, it just didn't engage people. And and part of it, I may not have, have stuck with it long enough, but right. I learned and I moved on and I learned what worked and I did the adult beverage of the week and things like that. So I think, it's, I think giving people that framework and then allowing them to come to you with questions, but giving them that latitude to go experience it themselves, I think that's the best teacher. What about you? Same yeah. thing with sales, by the way. Not not just social media. That's just sales. Everything. Give people the framework, but you got to let people be them. Yeah, and I and I think that uh, yes, I agree. And then I guess there's there's the idea of course corrections along the way. Sure. You know to to, to guide and you know uh, each situation is different, but I think in those moments where you have the ability to say, hey, you know what you did here was really good. You might consider this along Absolutely. the way. I think that that adds value as well. But there's not, yeah, I agree with you. There's not a teach and go. It's yeah. it's a continual ongoing conversation. I, I'm, one of my favorite sayings is, you know, this is a living, breathing document. Right. Like when we're working on something or a website, it's a living, breathing thing. It's always evolving. It's always changing. And I think that conversation when you're training someone, whether it's social media, sales, or whatever, it's an ongoing thing. We know, None of us know it all. Yeah, we're all sure. constantly learning. And I think the more dialogue, the open dialogue you have on that, the, the better it is for everybody. Yeah, and I think with social, it's it's really interesting, and 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 the best students continue to be students. It's interesting, um, I, you know. Snapchat is one of the places where I like to play right now, and um, right. you know, you see people swiping up, and then you can actually put in a link, 
And it's interesting because I didn't do that for a while. And then I saw some people that I follow do it. And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out how to do this. Right. And so the, the ability to continue to evolve is super important. So mm-hmm. I was just curious to see what you thought about that. No, that's that's uh, an interesting topic. And I saw you and Dana or heard and watched you and Dana talk about it. And I thought there's some great learnings there. And you can figure out those learnings yourself if you go to promocorner.com and check out de- Delivering Marketing Joy. Absolutely. Cool. You Excellent. got another topic, man? I do. Um, so when you are meeting with a new client, and I know you have a lot of businesses, but let's talk about your promotional products business. As you go and seek out new clients. Mm-hmm. One of the things, probably the most important thing, is to cultivate trust, right? right? You want them to trust you that with their brand, their logo, that it's going to get delivered on time. What do you do from a sales perspective initially? So as you're starting that conversation with a prospect, how do you begin to cultivate trust? I think, no, it's a great question. I think one of the important things to throw out there and just to begin the conversation is to let them understand that, A, that you're competent and that you can speak the language of marketing, not just promotional products per se, but understanding that you can look at their marketing campaign from a 10,000 um, foot view and speak the language, even if you're not going to be in charge of it, mm-hmm. so that you can work with their other providers. That's one way is is speaking the language of marketing. And then I really work hard to try and be able to speak the language of their business. And what I mean by that is if you're talking with a safety manager, um, that you understand what they're trying to accomplish and be able to talk about it in the terms that they're comfortable um, mm-hmm. And I think that those two things, if you can do both of those things, so you are part of them being able to trust you is know that you're competent. And then part of them is that they, that they understand that you understand what they need. Right. Um, so I work really hard to try and let them know that right off the top of the, the, that's, the conversation. That's great. No, that's great. And one I'd add to that, I, I would, my answer is not super different from yours. Um, probably not surprisingly. Um, is listening. Yeah. I think you can cultivate an enormous amount of trust when you truly listen to what the other person is saying. Yeah. I think that's a huge one that as salespeople, and I can be just as guilty as everyone else, we talk too much. Yeah. And when a salesperson's talking to me too much, I immediately get irritated. Right. I immediately start disliking them, and I sure as hell don't trust them. So I think that listening, and it's yeah, that's sales one hundred and one, and we all know that. But I think it's important to to say it again and say it five times a day. Yeah. So it's it's so the other thing I guess part of to to spin off of kind of the the middle ground of what you said and I said is that in when you are listening, if you can ask questions that make them understand that you understand. So in other words, if you're talking to an HR manager and you talk to them about employee turnover and say, is that, you know, when you're asking questions that are intelligent questions about their problems, that helps them understand that you get them. Does that make sense? Right. When you show you're invested in yeah. their goal, yeah, that's a win. And yeah. that, that's, that's a great way to uh, show trust. So, all, all right, right, great. Kirby, you got another topic for us to 
Yeah, I banter. Have, I have I have another topic, and then I know I want to get back to that thing that we had fun with last week. Oh, so, fill in the blank. Yes, that's right. So I want to do a topic first, and then that. Is that okay? Uh, Kirby, I, I I think that's perfect. Okay, perfect. So I want to brag. I got a little bit of a proud dad moment right now. Um, my my oldest daughter, uh, Skylar, uh, is a dancer. She's an aspiring dancer, and we haven't talked a lot about you know her or any of that on here but one of the things i will say is that it's interesting because we've talked about walking the walk and talking the talk and so she she has decided that one of the things she wants to do is build her personal brand and so she started here recently creating a daily dance video and i've seen those by the way on facebook yeah and so it's super interesting to me to watch her take this journey because as you know it it takes a fair amount of courage uh, to kind of put yourself out there and then commit to doing something every day is a pretty big, big ask. And so it is. Um, it's you know just as um, your friend and but I, I wanted you to know about it. But then also I just think that there's something to be learned from us as salespeople and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and professionals is that you know she's 18 and so right. she is starting to utilize the technology to build her brand and she's living in Coshocton, Ohio. Right. So for those of us who are in our industry and have been around it and are experts at what we do, it makes it begs the question of what's your excuse? Why aren't you doing it? And so no, that's that's I, why I bring it up. I, I agree. And, and I love that, you know, it's technology she's certainly grown up with. So she's yep. certainly very comfortable with it. And, you know, one of the good things about technology is it has shrunk the world. Yeah. So you can be. Uh, and she's 18, correct? Yes, just about to she's, be 19, yep. Okay, so you can be an 18-year-old young woman in Coshocton, Ohio, which is the, you know, the closest major metropolitan area. Is what, an hour away? Hour, hour and, and half, 20 minutes? Yep. Hour and a half, okay. So you are in rural America, and you have a free platform to get your message out to a billion people or however many people are on Facebook, 500 million? I have no idea, but the point is, it takes courage to do that. And, and when I was listening to you talk about it, and certainly you, you sound like a proud dad, and, yep. and, and damn straight you should be, <clears throat> excuse me, I think what I love most about what she's doing is she's allowing herself to be vulnerable publicly. Mm, yeah. Which is, I think, what stops most people from doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to go on Facebook and share a, a picture of this and a trite comment there and all that, but... To really be vulnerable and say, okay, I, I am dancing, and I'm going to let the world watch me. And they can watch me 55 times. They can rewind it. They can see where I mess things up or where I, you know, whatever. That takes a hell of a lot of courage to be vulnerable. But I think our good friend um, Danny Rosen says it best, and not in relation to your daughter, but vulnerable is sexy. Mm-hmm. Being vulnerable is so critical because there's so much noise out there, and yeah. there's so much there's so much noise from people who aren't vulnerable and who aren't themselves. So, kudos to your daughter for being vulnerable and, and subjecting yourself her, herself to perhaps some criticism, but more importantly, sharing her gift with uh, anybody and everybody. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for her. So, and for those who care, Skylar Hosman on YouTube, you can check her out. But uh, I'm excited, and I think there's lessons there for all of us. So, absolutely. Well, cool. You want to you, you gr- jump into the, the fun section now? Uh, let's fire away. Let's do it. All right. So last week, we kind of in, in, 
introduced a, a new section uh, of fill in the blank. And this week we have a, we have our very first sponsor. So fill in the blank is brought to you by Imagine Brands, and we all love and know them with uh, Vitronic and Crown. Um, and uh, we're excited that they're the sponsor of the fill in the blank for this week. So are you Fabulous. ready? I am ready to fill in the blank, Kirby. I am ready. I got up early this morning. I shampooed my hair. I rinsed <laughs> it all out. I'm clean. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fill in the blank. Okay. Well, then we'll see if you're ready. The opening weekend of college football was... Soul crushing. <laughs> I did not know that you would be upset. Um... <laughs> I I love I love my Texas A&M Aggies and I will never I will never get down on them. I will never give up, but it is tough to watch your team very stupidly piss away a 44 to 10 lead in the third quarter. Yeah, that was a struggle. Um, yeah. It was uh it was a tough one, pal. I'm not going to yeah, it it uh as uh, Joel Moore texted me after the game it was like, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock when it finished. He goes, yeah, good luck going to sleep after that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'll be the first to admit I turned that game off. I, I had no idea. I woke up the next day and was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I was watching it with uh, my kids, and oh, I said, I turned to them. Sorry. Saying, oh, this is boring. This is, this is <laughs> terrible. I'm like, I could feel the momentum shifting, and I said, you know, never underestimate the stupidity of our coaching staff. And you know what? They didn't disappoint. So soul-crushing, Kirby. It was soul-crushing. Okay. Well, all right. Well, sorry. As, as I said, though, it's a new era for Texas A&M football. So instead of completely imploding, Halfway through the season, we decided to implode halfway through Labor Day. Yeah. So, really, a really a pretty exciting new era for uh, Texas A and M football. Yeah. Well, sorry, I I, I poured no, lemon not. lemon juice in your paper cut. You're, you're not sorry at all. <laughs> well, I'm a little sorry. <laughs> I'm a little sorry. No, um, that was that was a tough one. All right. Um, so let me throw this one out. Yep. The, the fourth quarter in promotional products for promotional products is. Dizzying, very busy, very busy because uh, you know clients usually have budget to spend at the end of the year, and they need to need a way to spend it. And I know there's a lot of people listening to this program who can help their clients spend that money. Yeah, um, but usually there's always the the thank you gifts and a big big end of year push. So I always say dizzying until about three or four days before Christmas. Yeah, it's dizzying. That's what a, about you? Uh, the fourth the fourth quarter in promotional products for me is fun. I, like it's it's when you know you've done all of the the work, right? You've done all of the 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 contacts and the cold calls and the you know you've created new accounts for the whole year. This is where I hope for most people that it pays off. The work pays off, and so this is fun for me. I like I always tell people when I'm bored, I'm poor, um, and so in the fourth quarter, I'm never bored. So that's that's a good. That's thing. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. The. By the way, I think I need to start coming up with some of these so we can go back and forth. I, that sounds like a plan, um, but you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm used to you not doing the work, so this is just fine. Uh, In, indeed, you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm possibly the laziest man in yeah, the promotional products right. business. The secret's out. Yeah. Right. All right. I'm gonna give one that's near and dear to your heart. You ready? The, I am. The best uh, Van Halen lead singer is. I'm going to go currently, and I'm going to have to go with one Samuel Hagar, the Red Rocker. Yeah, okay. Um, 
I, I think overall, if you to say who is the better lead singer, well, the better front man was David Lee Roth. The better singer was Sammy Hagar. And it, I, I always look. I'm. I tell people, and every, everybody knows my bizarre infatuation with all things Van Halen. Um, I am lead singer agnostic when it comes to the band. Okay. I truly am. So I like both versions of the band, but to me, it's two different bands. The yeah. band was very different with Hagar than it was Roth. But if they're going to tour again, it cannot be the off-key caterwauling of David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It's a tough question because it's one of those where if you're talking about today or you're mm-hmm. talking about when they were the lead singer, it's a different discussion. Well, and see, you didn't define it, so yeah. I had to see. Yeah, I had fair. to do the. Wor- I had to do the work there and define your question. <laughs> <laughs> that's just laziness on me. So that was that was fill in the blank. Brought to you by Imagine yes. Brands. So that was awesome. Fun. Well, Kirby, I think we're actually near the end of our time here, yes, and sir. I think I'd like to say we broadcasted at an exceptionally high level well you um, did and you know what other what, what else is at an exceptionally high level kirby i bet, bet you have no idea what i'm going to say right now what's that skewcon yes it is possibly the highest level of education it's like a doctorate yeah. in promotional marketing yes. and when you go to skewcon and you know the best thing about skewcon what do you what do you think the best thing about skewcon is you know, it, it, and, and at this point, I'm not being facetious at all. It, it's actually fairly tough for me to define. I think that the education is really good, but I love the networking with like-minded yes. professionals. Yes, because it is a group of people who aren't afraid to get shit done. Yeah. It is a group of people that isn't afraid to poke the bear. It's a group of people that's not afraid to ask difficult questions. And we talked earlier about being vulnerable. There's a group of people in that room when you're networking and everybody's vulnerable. People are not scared to say, how did you do that? Because I don't know how to do that and I'm scared to do that. And it is a wonderful little um, commune of, of like-minded people. So again, if you if you have the time and wherewithal, please consider going to SKUCon. It's the day before Expo, uh, which means it's January fourteenth, two thousand eighteen, downtown Las Vegas. So very easy, very convenient since everybody's going to Expo anyway. Go ahead, go to SKUCon.com. Get your ticket now before they're gone. There's nothing worse than a weepy person at their computer after they've tried to buy a ticket and it's already been sold out. Agreed, man. It's it's totally worth the time and the money. It really is. Well, Kirby, thanks again for having the courage to do this podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.